Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. We're all busy this week getting ready for Christmas to celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. We're busy getting our homes ready. We're busy getting ready for our families and it just to be a special time, a special time of fellowship to remember the birth of Jesus. But I want to take just a few minutes of your time and I want to put our attention on what happened when Mary, the virgin, and we talk about that, that Mary brought forth a child. She was a virgin, and she laid this child in a manger. And what happened at the moment that Mary, who was a virgin, conceived a child that was going to be the Savior to the world? I want to read that story to you and then just remind us of how important that truth is for us today. The moment that God took what man would say is impossible and made it possible all because of God, not because of man. But I'll read the account of that story out of Luke, Luke chapter 1, and beginning with verse 26. It says, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Mary, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, She was troubled at his saying, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will never be an end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? In other words, she had never been intimate with a man. And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, her relative, has also conceived a child in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. You see, when 
the angel came and spoke the words of God to Mary and told her, Mary, what you think is impossible will be impossible. And how will it be possible? It will because the Holy Spirit will come upon her. And the power of the Holy Spirit will overshadow her and cause this, a supernatural power, to make it possible. As we celebrate the birth of Jesus, what we see here is one humbled servant, Mary. She loved God. And when God spoke to her through this angel, she believed God. She believed God enough. Her faith believed God enough for the impossible. In other words, she wasn't going to let the naysayers snatch, discourage, defeat what God was going to do in her life by the power of the Holy Spirit. And it was her faith that caused her to obey God's word. She obeyed God's voice. Although others may have rejected her, others may have rejected God's voice, this highly favored woman who loved God so much, she believed God at his worth. And so out of her obedience, God blessed her. And out of her blessing, Mary obeying God and bringing forth this child, she then blessed us today. We are blessed because of what Mary obeying God did at that moment. So Jesus was born. He was put in a manger. And we all symbolize that in so many of our decorations today in our homes and around our city. We remember the birth of the Savior. But I want us to focus on he's not just a baby. He is alive today. And the disciples gave evidence that of this, that he is alive. In Acts 1, Jesus is alive. He came back because he was born, because he did die, and he did rise again. He rose from the dead. He brought forth life. And so we celebrate that birth, but we also celebrate life. How? All because of the Holy Spirit being involved. The third person of the Trinity was there at the conception of the life of Jesus. He was there when Jesus was laid in a tomb. He was there when Jesus ascended into heaven and the disciples give evidence that he's alive today. And he was there in Mary's life. The Holy Spirit overshadowing Mary with power to cause a virgin that we talk about today, the virgin birth, he caused a virgin to bear a child in her womb, and that child came forth to be our Savior, the Savior of the world. Now, that's power. That is power to cause impossible to become possible. The Holy Spirit was there in the life of Jesus when Jesus lived a perfect life by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was there when Jesus died and they laid him, a dead body laid in the tomb. And it was the Holy Spirit. Romans 1, 4 said the spirit of holiness hovered over him and resurrected him from the dead. That's the power of the Holy Spirit that did the impossible by bringing a dead body alive the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit 
caused Jesus to be alive today. He's not a baby in a manger. He's not a dead man in a tomb. He is alive. And this is important for us to remember in this season, in this celebration of the birth of our Savior, that our Savior is alive. And the Holy Spirit watched over that dead body when he was there in a tomb, when they laid him in that tomb. The Holy Spirit hovered over him and watched over him and preserved him. And the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit caused his life to be restored. And so Jesus, because the Holy Spirit was upon him, When he came back to life and he walked among his disciples and he was taken up from the earth alive, he was taken up to heaven to be with the Father. And that is where Jesus is today. He is alive and he is with the Father and he's watching over us today by the power of the Holy Spirit overseeing our life the same way that the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary's life, brought forth life, made the impossible possible as the Holy Spirit hovered over Jesus' body and made the impossible possible by bringing him alive. Today, that same Holy Spirit watches over us to preserve our life And that same Holy Spirit wants to do the same thing in our life. To make what is impossible, that man would say is impossible, to make it possible. What does that require? Us coming before God as a humbled servant. Offering our life to Him as Mary offered her life to God. Humbled before God to believe God at His word. And to love God with all of our heart, soul, and strength. Not to let man snatch our purpose. Not to let man defeat us or discourage us. But to live a life in Christ today. And to do the will of God. And to bring glory to Him. So I say today, may all of us ask God, Holy Spirit, would you overshadow me as you did Mary in the story of Luke, Luke 1, 35. That overshadowing, bringing such a brilliancy over us to influence our life, the way you influence Mary's life, God. Holy Spirit, would you watch over my body as you watched over the body of Jesus in the tomb? And would you preserve my life the way you preserved the life of Jesus? That body of Jesus, you preserved it and brought forth a life. And the way you raised up Jesus from the grave, would you raise up my life that it would bring you glory? Raise up my life out of a grave of insufficiency, a grave of worldliness, a grave of selfishness, of self-centeredness, a grave of impossible ambitions. Would you raise me up, Holy Spirit? as that spirit of holiness raised up and preserved the life of Jesus, would you preserve me and make my life do impossible things 
all for your glory, to make my life have purpose and meaning, that as I go about today, that my life would get evidence that Jesus, you are alive. You're not a baby. You are alive. And that your life lives through me today. And because your life lives through me today, Jesus calls the impossible things to be possible in me. By the power of the Holy Spirit, may we all give evidence of who Jesus is this Christmas season. Give evidence that Jesus is alive, that Jesus is in heaven. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, he is working through our life to bring about a story, a message of just who he is on earth today and how much he loves us and desires to work through our life. So I wish you a Merry Christmas. But more than that, I wish, I pray that the Holy Spirit will overpower your life. That the Holy Spirit, out of your submissiveness and humility and your faith in God, you will be strengthened to know that God wants to do impossible through you. And so may you be evidence of that this Christmas season as you go about serving your family, as you go about worshiping God. May your life be a reflection of how the Holy Spirit is overshadowing your life. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.